Hey everyone, welcome back to my channel. My name is Becca and I'm the music teacher over at Becca's Music Room. And now recently, I also teach at my church, I teach children's church, and recently I was talking to one of the other teachers at my church and she made this comment, which I found kind of hilarious. We were talking about games that we were doing in children's church and she said, you know, no matter what creative games I come up with and all the things that I do, the kids really just want to play Four Corners. And it's true. When I try to play any game with them, they're always like, can we play Four Corners? Or can we go outside? Which is great. I'm so glad they have favorites. I do try to get them to do other things. But it kind of got me thinking about different ways that we could play Four Corners. Now, if you're watching this when it launches, that is October 2020, and we are still social distancing. So I'm still virtual teaching. This is my classroom back here, and a lot of people are in school but have to stay like six feet away from the kids, and the kids have to stay six feet away from each other, and there's just a lot of craziness going on right now. So I thought I would share lots of different ways to play four corners. Now these can be played in the classroom, in a classroom six feet away. Some of them can even be done online. So yeah. Now, first of all, if you don't know what four corners is, four corners is a really simple game that is so much fun. Basically all you do is you take a piece of paper, one, two, three, and four, and you label the four corners of the room. One person stands in the middle, they close their eyes, they count to 10. While they're doing that, everyone else goes into one of the corners. At the end, after they count to 10, then they'll say corner, whatever, they'll pick one. So they'll say corner three. And if you happen to be in corner three, then you go and sit down. Then the person in the middle counts again, you move to a different corner until you're down to one person who would then be the person who goes next time. Now, if you're like, Becca, that has nothing to do with music. You would be correct, but because my kids love Four Corners so much, I have come up with a couple of creative ways that we play it in music class. So to play Four Corners in music class, we have like two main, and I'm brainstorming a third way that we do this in music class. So one way is that we do instrument Four Corners. So I label the corners by the four instrument families, strings, percussion, woodwind, and brass. And then instead of calling out a corner, the person who's in the middle will call out an instrument, which is super fun. And then you have to figure out which corner they're in. So if they say violin, the violin is in the string family, the people in the strings corner go and sit down. This way they actually get to like learn music stuff and practice music stuff while having a lot of fun. If that one sounds interesting to you, I'll leave more directions and also the TBT product down below because I will admit having them come up with instruments on their own was a struggle. So I have like a little product with cards that they can like draw out because it made life just so much easier. Now, recently I made some other products called Candy Rhythm. So we're doing Candy Rhythm Four Corners this week virtually, it's gonna be interesting, but it is so much fun. Basically, I label the four corners with four different rhythms. I go, actually, I think I have some, look what I just got. So I go with a rhythm that has one syllable, a rhythm with, a rhythm with two syllables, a rhythm with three syllables, and then a rhythm with four syllables. So this is my level one set. So it's just ta and TT. And then I, sometimes I throw in rest, but I did not for these. I also have them for like level two, three, and four. So they get harder and harder as time goes on. So these I put in the four corners. And then on the screen, I'll pop up a picture here. On the screen, I put a picture of a piece of candy. And whatever rhythm matches the name of that candy is the one that would be out. 
So if the one that goes up on the screen is gummy bear, that would be three syllables. So that would match titi top. So if you were in this corner, then you would be out. Just to throw it out there, you can do it the opposite way where you show the candy and then they go to the corner and that helps them to think more, but I find that they kind of follow the crowd, so I like doing it the original way better. So those are two ways that I adapt it for the music room. There's a ton of other ways that you could, of course, and I'm playing around with some more. So if you're interested in those, I'll link them down below. But now let's get to it. So the first way that you can do this, this is one you can do online or in person six feet away, is just to hold up fingers. So just hold up either one, two, three, or four, for your answer. Now with this, I like to have the kids stand up so you can see who's in. That way when they get out, then they can sit down and that's just an easy way to see who's still in and who's out. If you are online, then you can also turn their cameras off as long as they are tech savvy enough to turn them back on because I do have some kids that just still cannot figure it out even though it's been a long time. The second way you can do this is that you can do clocks and practice clocks. So what I mean by that is that you take your hands and you go to either 12 o'clock, three o'clock, six o'clock, or nine o'clock, and you show a different time to show which corner you would be in. So instead of labeling them one, two, three, and four, I would label them three, six, nine, and 12, and they would show that. This is really awesome, especially with the little people who are still learning how to tell time, and if you can kind of tie it in with maybe like Hickory Dickory Dock or something that talks about clocks too. You can also get those little plastic clocks. Your school probably has a ton of them. You can just ask someone to borrow them on a week they're not using them, and have the kids show the time if you are in school. So that's a really fun way to kind of get more learning in. The next way I do this cannot be done online, but is a lot of fun, and that is with hula hoops. I like to do this when I'm teaching the staff and I will do it with the space notes. So when I teach the space notes, there's four space notes, F, A, C, and E. So I do four hula hoops. Each one has one of the letters, F, A, C, and E. And then usually I, and we play four corners like that. Now, the reason I do this is because I can have a group with hula hoops over here, a group with hula hoops over here, a group with hula hoops over here. And really the reason I like that is it cuts down on some of the chaos, especially with the older grades. It can get super chaotic having kids run around your room. And if you have a class that just can't handle that, this is a better way to do it because it's a smaller group of people and a smaller area. If you have enough hula hoops, you could do that for everyone. If you're trying to social distance and you don't have enough hula hoops, you could just take the papers print out one for everybody and then just lay the papers on the floor and they can just stand on the papers instead of standing in the hula hoops to show which corner they are in. The next way you can do this is with a Google slide. So this is great if you are online or if you're maybe in the teacher's classrooms and the kids all have their Chromebooks. All you need is a Google slides presentation that is cut into four corners again and then ideally labeled with the names of the corners so if you're doing numbers or if you're doing instruments orchestra or if you're doing rhythms i would add those to the four corners share this document with your students make sure they can edit it you want them all to edit the same one they add their name in a text box and all they have to do is drag their name around the slide in order to change where they are. Now when they get out, you can actually just drag them all the way off of the slide onto the little edge so that they can stay over there and it will make it so that you can see who is still in and who is out. 
Alternatively, you could like change the color or something like that as well. That's also a really nice version. Next way you can do this is by having the kids hold up signs. So you could give the kids signs. These are kind of big. I would go four to a page and have them hold up which one is their answer. This is especially good if you're trying to use this as a practice and so you're doing something like with the instruments of the orchestra, showing the instrument or saying the instrument name and having them hold up the correct response just makes it a little bit easier. One way that I did that is in my candy rhythms, you actually get this free. It comes, I have a couple of different downloads that come with it just to make life a little bit easier. So it looks like this. Yes, I know that some are upside down. All you have to do is fold it in half and then the kids hold up their answer. So I did that, that's why they're flipped so that you can flip it that way and still be able to see it. You could also cut these apart and just hand the kids all four, but this way you are less likely to end up with somebody having three or someone having two of the same or all of those things because they're all on one sheet of paper. So this is a really easy way to do it. And again, you could do, you know, one, two, three, four, easy, easy. Another way to do a similar version to this, which works even better if you are online, is just to have the kids do it. So if this is yours, piece of paper, or especially if you're online, just have the kids take a pencil or a pen and then write one, two, three, and four on the different sides. You might wanna use markers so that it shows up really well, but this works well online because the kids can hold it up to the screen. Stop trying to focus on my face. There we go. So the kids can hold it up to the screen and then you can see who is in which of the different corners. And pretty much every kid has a piece of paper at home. They might struggle with it, but I always tell them, I'm like, you can get a receipt you can get a sticky note like it doesn't matter what it is as long as it is something so that you can do this with us the next thing you can do it goes along with that actually and they are plickers does anyone use if you use plickers comment down below and let us know plickers were like all the rage a couple years ago and i feel like i have not heard much about them but plickers basically are like pieces of paper that have qr codes and if you hold them in different ways it has different answers so you have one for every student and you assign them for every student and then you scan them with your phone or with your tablet and you just scan them like scan the whole class and it will actually grade for you so you, like if you hold it up this way it would be like a or one to b and it has them written so that they know which side to hold up when and it's just like the way that it's held shows what their answer is so that's a really cool way that you could use plickers, especially if you're wanting to assess. If you're wanting to assess, that brings me to my last thing that you can do. So after we play a few rounds of one of our more musical games, like our candy rhythms, four corners, or instruments, the orchestra, four corners, then I will assess the kids. So I have these. So I create things like this because I think that's the easiest thing. I like to have as much template as I can for the kids because the less I leave up to them, the more likely it is to be right. So these again come with the candy rhythms. They're all like downloadable. There's a couple of different things you can download just to make life a little bit easier for you. And this is one of them. So as you can see, it has the four rhythms that we used when we, you know, put them around my classroom, which we didn't really because again, I'm still teaching from home in October. Anyway, um, and so 
What I do with this is after we play a few rounds, then I will put the candy up on the screen and they will write where the candy goes. So it can go on any of the different ones. So if they had like gummy bears up on the screen, then they would write gummy bears under three. Then I can pick these up and I can assess them and I can see who is understanding what we're talking about. And they think we're still just playing four corners. And I'm gonna be honest, my favorite way to assess students is by tricking them into assessments so they don't know they're being assessed because that's when you get the most accurate results is when the kids just don't even know that they're being assessed. I actually have a whole blog post on that that I will link down below if you're interested in all the different ways that you can assess kids without them knowing you are assessing them. All right, so that is a whole bunch of different ways to play four corners, whether you are online, in person, in person, six feet away, or if you're watching this sometime in the future and you're like, I don't even know what you're talking about, then you're lucky. You're very, very lucky. Thank you so much for watching. If you have a fun four corners way to play, leave it down below. And I, again, will link everything that I talked about today and I'll see you next time.